everyone is rushing around trying to find time in their day. Mm -hmm. We've all got busy schedules. Me and you have busy schedules. Yeah. We don't always get to have breakfast together. We don't always get to have dinner together. Mm -hmm. Radhi's got shoots. She's working with brands and companies. I've got podcasts to be recording. We're making content. But we found that we always managed to find time to have tea together. Yeah. And that connection was so important to us. Mm -hmm. And we found that during the pandemic, that was something we did a lot of. We did of. a lot. Hey everyone, welcome back to On Purpose, the number one health podcast in the world. In the world. Thanks to each and every one of you who come back every week to listen, learn and grow. And today have fun. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am so excited to be talking to you today. I can't believe it. My new book, Eight Rules of Love, is out and I cannot wait to share it with you. I am so, so excited for you to read this book, for you to listen to this book. I read the audiobook. If you haven't got it already, make sure you go to eightrulesoflove.com. It's dedicated to anyone who's trying to find, keep, or let go of love. So if you've got friends that are dating, broken up, or struggling with love, make sure you grab this book. And I'd love to invite you to come and see me for my global tour, Love Rules. Go to jshettytour.com to learn more information about tickets, VIP experiences, and more. I can't wait to see you this year. I am so grateful and so excited for this extra special episode of On Purpose, where I'm sitting down with my favorite guest of all time, talking about a brand new launch that we've been working on, none other than my wife, my love, my business partner, Radhi Devlukia Shetty. Radhi, thanks for being on the show. Yay! Go on, carry on with your sound effects. Drum roll! Let's announce what the name is of our business. No, that, we're doing that in a bit. You can't just dive in. <laughs> How does it feel to be back on On Purpose, Radhi? I'm so excited. I feel like I was just here because I was six months ago. and um, But just so excited to share something that we don't usually talk about. We don't usually talk about business. We don't usually talk about... Um, we haven't really done anything like this together. So I'm really excited to share it with everyone. Talk about what a tyrant you are as a businessman. Talk about what a tyrant you are as a business partner and just get into the deets. Let's do it. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm excited. We've never worked on anything together professionally before. No. And what we're about to share with you is something that has taken around the last 18 months of work. We've been working on it hand in hand together throughout yeah. this whole time. It's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's been crazy it's been busy it's been exciting and it's been great. we've learned so much about relationships and about work mm -hmm. during the same time and i think that's what's been so unique yeah is that when you're working on something together professionally you're also learning about each other personally yeah that's so true and so when we've done these episodes before we've just talked about our relationship and like moving country and changing jobs and chasing our passions but all very separate to each other exactly like, yeah. exactly today we're talking about something that we've actually been working on at we the same that. time during the pandemic mm -hmm. when we've both been locked indoors and for Isn't us our pandemic baby totally yeah yeah go on sama <laughs> her name is sama our pandemic baby. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Every, love, when, we when love we, her very much. When we said we had an announcement, everyone was like, "Everyone, oh my goodness!" Every every time I post anything, oh my gosh, is it baby? Is it baby? Are you pregnant? Is it? I posted something about. I know this is off topic, but I need to share no, it. Do it. I think I posted. Oh, I posted a reel to do with. I don't know. I think it was like chocolate or something. And then somehow, like on every comment, it's like, oh, is this, a, is, are you, no, I said something about craving. Oh, is it because you're having a baby? <laughs> I was like, no, I just really love chocolate. Okay. So, Radhi, do you want to explain what Sama is and what it stands for? Sama is an uh, organic uh, hot tea beverage. Right. It's so funny because there's so many technical terms to this. That's the other thing I've learned in this um, building this brand is there's so many technicalities to how you describe something. So this is a hot tea. Um, it's not just herbal. We have um, we also have caffeinated teas, too, but um, predominantly herbal. Right. We've got predominantly herbal teas. And the special thing about it is that we have adaptogens in them. And when we were creating these teas, you know, I find adaptogens are something that are being used a lot now. And for anybody who doesn't know what adaptogens are, they're basically herbs or plants, um, things that are taken from plants, which help with the stresses of your body, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, whether it is cellular, anything that's happening in your body that needs support, there are different adaptogens for different things. For example, for stress or uh, whether it's for mood elevation, like there are different adaptogens for different things. And so with our teas, that's exactly what we've done. And I really wanted to create it in a way that it wasn't just there for name. Like, you know, you can have, you can read ingredients and there's so many different things in there that you've never even heard about, but do they really have the right quantity to have the right effect? And so with this, we really wanted to create the teas in a way where, okay, if you have three tea bags or if you have X amount of tea bags a day, it's going to give you the dose of, for example, ashwagandha, which is one of the adaptogens we've used. So as Radhi's already said, Sama has been our quarantine baby, as yeah. you called it. <laughs> and... The word Sama has a really, really special meaning. It has many, mm. many different meanings, but my favorite definition of Sama is togetherness yeah. and equality and community. And our focus and our hope with Sama is that tea is a great way to come together. Yeah. It's a great way of coming together and being more open and honest with each other, having vulnerable moments, and it gives you back time in your day. And we've talked about this a lot about how like, Everyone is rushing around trying to find time in their day. Mm -hmm. We've all got busy schedules. Me and you have busy schedules. Yeah. We don't always get to have breakfast together. We don't always get to have dinner together. Mm. Radhi's got shoots. She's working with brands and companies. I've got podcasts to be recording. We're making content. But we found that we always manage to find time to have tea together. Yeah. And that connection was so important to us. Mm -hmm. And we found that during the pandemic, that was something we did a lot. We did of. a lot. We had tea a lot. Yeah. Like Radhi, every time would be like to me, "Do you want a tea? What tea do you want?" Yeah. Like we, how many we teas did we probably have in a day? We had so many, and I think it was usually we have our tea time. I feel like in the evening or maybe in the morning if we do catch breakfast together, then we're both sipping on our tea. But I also love the you know when I when we first launched Sama, I had so many messages about what Sama means in their language, and one of them was also oneness. And I know that's something that we've love been that. talking about where even though it is for community and togetherness to do with other people, but it's also an opportunity for people to take moment to themselves as well, but all feel connected to themselves, not in a, in a way that they feel lonely, but in a, in a moment where they are connecting to themselves. And I think that's what's so beautiful about Sama, that it's, 
It's to to bring people together, but also to allow people to connect better with themselves too. And that's what I yeah. really think our intention was with it. I love that. Yeah, I love what you're saying. Like even having that present mindful moment with, with yourself, yourself. Yeah, it doesn't have to be with someone else. Yeah, but just getting to press pause, mm-hmm. be still. Yeah, connect with yourself. I love that. Yeah. So so that's where the name Sama comes from. Yeah, it's why we were so drawn to it as mm. our name. We also feel the name. Sama. It, it feels very, very calm. calming. Yeah. It feels very still. It feels very relaxing. Yeah. It has that energy that we want. And I think this company for us was all about creating an experience that we love yeah, and, and sharing, sharing it, it with all of you. Like we want you to be able to be more present throughout the day, be more mindful, be more yeah. energetic. And we'll talk about in a moment how all the teas are designed to do those different things. Radhi's the pro and expert. But Really at a heart level, it was me and Radhi are having this experience. And we both talk a lot about like healthy habits and things you can change in your day. But adding tea to your day is like this really simple thing. Mm -hmm. So Radhi, I actually want you to tell everyone about your experience with tea and your family. Because I realized this when we got married. Actually, before we got married, when we started dating Mm -hmm. and I would spend time with your family, I started to realize that tea wasn't just big in my family. So tell me a bit about that. Yeah, I I mean, for as long as I can remember, tea has been the thing that we all do together after a meal. Like whether it's lunchtime, like a Sunday lunch that we've all had together, or whether it's after every dinner, we would put on the kettle, we would boil the water, and everybody would sit down with their cup of tea. And usually my dad's telling his dad jokes. And, you know, it's it's something that I have been remembering so much more at this time, especially being away from family, where... I hold on to that comfort and memory. So every time I sip on my tea now, I'm like, I feel like it takes me back to those moments and it keeps me connected to them, even though I'm away from them. And um, they were just the best times. Like I just, all I remember from those moments are like laughter and coziness and comfort. And I think tea, even if you haven't got that memory of tea uh, or that memory connected to tea, tea has that comforting feeling. Anything warm, when you put something warm in your hands and you take a, you know, sniff of something that smells so wonderful through your, through your nose and it just brings you so much comfort. And so, yeah. yeah. Tea is, has been a big part of my life for a long time. And also because we never drank coffee growing up. Um, my family's not big coffee drinkers either. I love how you keep using the word beverage. It is a beverage because we, they don't drink either. So it wasn't like we would sit down with like a beer after yeah. or anything either. It's like oh, whatever it is or like a glass of wine with a lot of families. do. For us, it was always tea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah. and for me, it was, you know, and I love that. I remember that literally after every meal yeah. in Radhi's family. We'd be like, let's someone, put the on. Yeah, someone would come out and be like, what tea does everyone yeah. want? I was like, this is like, this is a real thing. Yeah. And in my life, it was slightly different because we discovered this when we got together that we had this in common but for me I remember that my uh, parents would my mom would drop me off at daycare and I'd be at daycare for I don't know whatever the early stages and early years of my life Mm -hmm. were and my mom would always come and pick me up and I remember my parents were both busy both my parents worked busy jobs full time my mom would have to come and pick me up from daycare or if I went home with Uh, a friend's mom and then she'd pick me up and then take me home and my parents were working hard when we grew up they were both immigrants they moved to my mom moved to London when she was 16 years old and they started with nothing and I'd always find that when she'd pick me up we'd always come home 
and she put a cup of tea on and give me a cup of tea. Mm. And that moment of just us having a little sip of tea together what tea was like you guys this. Have together? It would usually be either chamomile or mint. Ah. And those are the most common flavors that yeah. we'd have. But this is my favorite. On Sunday, she'd make me a chai. I was like going to say, I'm surprised Indian it's not tea. like a masala tea. I was only allowed that once a week. And yeah. it would be on the weekend in the morning. And my mom would get those Indian Puffs. biscuits out. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And we get those. And I'd only get them on like a Sunday morning. So and then good. we'd dip them in the chai together. Oh, that's and we'd get moment. to have it. And it was it was literally something I looked forward to. Mm. So when we got married, and you'd always ask me, oh, what tea shall we have? Do you want to tea? Even in the morning when we meditate, you're yeah. always, when I get up in the morning and I come to the room to meditate, you're always sitting there with your cup of tea while mm -hmm. you meditate. And... <laughs> Tea in one hand, beads in the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and even when I lived as a monk, tea was the only drink that we yeah, drank, that like at breakfast or yeah. at dinner. And so I think tea is such a, I want everyone to realize this isn't a tea. It's not a brand. It's not a company. It's like, it's actually a tool for mindfulness. Mm. It's actually a tool for presence. Mm -hmm. And it's natural from the scent. And, you know, I mean, we were smelling these earlier. I know. I'm just going to take a moment. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Even even during the day, sometimes where I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed and I go to get a drink, usually if I'm feeling a little bit stressed, I'll always pick a tea to just sit down with for a moment. And also because it's hot, you don't rush it. When it's cold water, when it's like a drink from the fridge, you gulp it down and you could be done with it within a minute. Whereas with hot tea, you have to be patient with it. You have to be, you know, you have to take your time getting through it. And, you know, with teas, the taste also changes as you brew it longer. So there's so much to experience within that, you know, one cup. Yeah, I love what you said. Everything from the sight to the scent yeah. uh, to the sound. I talk a lot about how we have to use all of our senses. For me, it's like when we were working on these teas, we wanted the color to captivate you. We wanted yeah, the scent the herbs inside to the be bag, captivating, yeah. the taste, the layers. And so... You know, for us, this isn't a tea. It's not a brand. It's not a company. It's a mindful moment. It's a tool of presence. Mm. Uh, I want to talk a bit about, before we dive into all the teas and the flavors and the herbs yeah. and we tell everyone about that, I want to talk a bit about uh, what we learned about each other during this process. So I'm going to ask you, what did you learn about me and our relationship during this process? You sure you want me to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> You've always been from, since I've known you, even if you didn't know how to do something, you figured out how to do something. And I think just seeing you, I've never really been in close proximity with you when you've been doing a lot of your work. Like I don't probably know half of what goes on in your work life, but being part of something with you allowed me to also see something that I already kind of knew, but to see in action. Um, you're so like proactive. You really, you just know how to get things done and like to think outside of the box. And you, you know what? The main thing is you think so big. And I think that's what's really cool. Like, you're never just like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll do it this first and then we'll take baby steps together. You're like, no, I'm going all in. And you're always, you have always been an all in type of person. And it's just cool to see it, you know, seep through to every part of your life, including Sama too. Um, but, you know, it was just like that was work. And then we would have our time. It was just, yeah, it didn't feel like. Do you think like we were good at drawing the line? I think so. I don't felt like, feel like it was any pressure. Sometimes you'd be like, did you reply to that Sama email? Oh, did you reply to this? Have you done this? I was like, yes, I have. And then I'd be like in the corner going, <laughs> like, yeah, I replied to it like last week. Um, but apart from that, I don't think you did. You're also very good with trying not to manage me. 
Like you are good at, you know, because I'm also feisty where there's not going to, it's not going to be beneficial for you to try and manage me. It's just not. So you were like, you know, I'm just going to leave it to the team to do that. I'm just going to focus on my bit because it's never going to go well for you, is it? I just try to get Rula and Jordan to bug you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, I, I think what I learned about you, again, which I already knew, but so I have to be honest with everyone. My favorite thing in the world is doing something with Radhi. Mm. Like I was telling her this morning, I was just like, this is going to be the best day of my week because I love hanging out with her all day. And after this, we're going to be making some fun TikToks and stuff yeah. together as well. And I literally like look forward to spending time with Radhi in my work day. Mm. So for me, this is like the highlight of, you know, so much for me because if I can spend a whole day with Radhi and that's work, that's not work to me. <laughs> and so that that's a big thing, which I loved and enjoyed. Yeah, me too. And, and I feel that because, and it's partly what you said, and this is what I want to talk about is, Radhi doesn't make anything feel like work because I don't think she knows what work is. And so... <laughs> should I be offended? No, you should, it's a compliment. And, and I'll explain what I mean by that. Like to Radhi, a meeting even filming this right now, the podcast, she doesn't treat it as work. So she sees it as fun. She sees it as her expressing herself. She sees it as her just sharing openly and honestly. And so what ends up happening is you kind of get to be a part of that environment. And I can often be very disciplined and focused and driven and <laughs> ambitious. And like, I know what needs to get done by this time. And Which and, is all great. And which is all needed too. Definitely needed. But when people say like, how do couples get along? We get along because we're not, we don't think the same. Yeah. And instead of trying to, and this is what's really stuck out to me. Instead of trying to make my partner think like me and live like me, I've realized that the most powerful thing you can do is respect your partner for who they are mm -hmm. and let them live that way. Yeah, okay. Because what we don't realize is if I say, Radhi, you need to be more organized and you need to be more focused, yeah. then I would lose the spontaneity, which is what I love about you. Right. And, and I think that's where people get really lost and confused where it's like, I want you to be organized, not realizing that that actually makes you lose the quality that I love. Right. And so same with you. If you were like, Jay, I want you to be more relaxed yeah. and more, you know. But just... I also want you to plan our life. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I want you to know where we're going and what we're doing, yeah. but I want you to be more laid back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you won't get both. No. And so I think we're either trying to make our partners like us. Yeah. And to be honest, let's just put this out there. No one in the world would be happy if they dated themselves. Oh my gosh, absolutely not. I'd be a nightmare to myself. Like I wouldn't be able, because nothing would ever get done. Like the thing is, I know, and we also work in that way where like I can be, you're very creative anyway, but also I find my mind works. You can be a 50-50 person. I think I'm probably like an 80-20 person where like I can be super creative and be really, ex like I can think of things on the spot of like things that I want to do or, you know, fun stuff to to invent stuff in my mind but to actually make it happen I need someone to do that um and so you're very good at like you said getting things done and I feel I feel we have different things that we bring to the table and we're both very okay with that yeah um, yeah well I think that's been another one like our strengths like we our spiritual teacher once called Radhi a food scientist <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was the best compliment that anyone had ever yeah. given or could have given because not only was it from the person who's so dear to us mm. it was also just 
the perfect words. Yeah. And since that day, I've always been like, Radhi, you're such a food scientist. You're such a food guru. And it's so true because Radhi's really been our potions master with these teas. And I've been doing a few interviews about the teas and people keep asking me like, how did you guys come up with this stuff? Like mint and blueberry and jasmine peach. Like who thought of this? And I don't get to take the credit because it's all Radhi. She's the one who knew even before we made a blend, she knew which mixtures were going to work. And to me, that's mind blowing that she already knew what was going to taste good together, what was going to enhance flavors. And so you're such a deep expert in what you do. And I respect you so much for it because it's a real art. And if someone asked me, I would just be like, I know that tastes good, but I don't know why. Yeah. Whereas you're so good at making stuff tasty and healthy and good for you. And I think that that's a really unique skill set. Thanks. So, we also have such a great team, didn't we? Oh my gosh. That helped yeah. us through all of yeah. that. There's, Let's talk a bit about them. Go on. Yeah. I feel like there's there's one thing to think something's going to be good and and to, to believe it is, but you know, they really made it happen and they really... They enhanced it all. It was like, even if I thought of the ingredients, like they worked to figure out the blends and to get the right proportions. And um, yeah, even with the adaptogens, I thought I only, you know, I have a very limited knowledge of my adaptogens or even of my Ayurvedic knowledge, but the people that we were working with, they found the experts that would really know like, hey, why don't you try this? And why don't you try, there was so much that I learned through this process from experts, from people who we were working with. And um, so many of them. I mean, you start off, I'll follow. Yeah, so I'll talk first about Kim. Kim. Uh, so Kim and James. What a legend, our, first of all. <laughs> yeah, our co-founders who are absolutely incredible, incredible and just the sweetest humans too. You know, people... Has Kim been on the podcast? She's coming on actually for oh, a book amazing. soon. Yeah, yeah, she's got a new book coming Wait out. Wait till so. you all feel her energy. Yeah. She is a whole vibe. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. But she just... You know, people are often scared. And and by the way, Radhi and I have never had business partners before and, and co-founders and gone and built something. So this was our first time in that side of our life too. And people are often scared of finding investors right. and partners because it can seem daunting. It can seem quite scary. You're like, who can I trust? Yeah. And I have to just honestly say that working with Kim and James is oh, a dream. Like they're not only really smart, successful people in their own journeys and in their own right, but they're also just some of the sweetest, kindest so hearted, humble. like loving, humble people that Completely. you'll ever meet. Like they are the experts, but they would take our opinion, our everything. Like they they were so open to feedback, so open to us sharing our own thoughts, even though they are the experts in the field. And I just think that that was so beautiful to see that. Like it taught me so much about how to to act in in that environment when building something. Yeah, absolutely. And it was Kim who was saying to me, she was just like, Jay, I think, you know, when we first met, well, sorry, not when we first met, we've known each other for a few years, but we'd continue the conversation. She was like, Jay, like people need to have something in their homes, in their life yeah, I remember. that can help them feel better. And it needs to be beyond content or technology or mm -hmm. device based it needs to be beyond all of that and so she was such a big inspiration yeah and I want to tell that story actually where we decided that obviously based on our own experience tea was the one thing we consumed daily who who decided on tea? that was you was it was it? you yeah it was you I don't remember I'm pretty sure it was you I'm sure it was just a brainstorm. No, I think it was us, you. But, oh, I don't. I do you remember you. the moment? I yeah, know. I do. Oh. We were, we were in, our, in our first apartment in LA. Okay. And we were talking. You were sitting on the edge of the kitchen table. Yeah. And I was saying to you, I was like, you know, what do we think can improve people's lives that we both consume, that we both love, 
that that we think is genuinely going to improve people's yeah. well-being, but also be easy to do. And we were thinking about it. We we're looking at what do we use, what do we don't use, and we're talking about skincare. Oh, yeah, and we were talking about candles. Yeah, we were talking about things like that. Yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. But then, and then, tea was just so strong for both of us. Yeah. And. And then we spent time, obviously, researching the name. But you know what? You could have easily taken the credit for because I had no idea. But I appreciate it. It was you. It was you. I'm like 99.9% <laughs> sure it was you. Uh, but Kim and James have been incredible. And then we had uh, Tiana and Tiana, Alex. Tiana, Alex, Hundred uh, Co. Yeah, Hundred Co. Team, Jameson. Amazing. Uh, Becky amazing. with the design. Then, of course, my team, Ruler, Jordan. Uh, just you know, so dedicated to the cause, making, making sure, sure that, that we, we actually, actually like take time out to taste the blends <laughs> and like which there was so that's the other thing, right? All of the team was so invested in getting like no one wanted a mediocre tea. Like it wasn't about just getting a tea out there. We went through each blend how many times? I know. We've done blend one A, one B, one C, one D, one E, one F, one Z. Like there's been blends on blends on blends, and you know. Slight alterations, but we did not want it to go out until we had tasted it. And it, and until we all felt that it was like, this is the tea that we would choose over any other tea in our cupboard. And until that, until we felt that way, we did not want to let, let it out. Yeah. And so I think that was, was, was so nice. There was no one in the team that was like, oh, let's just do this. Like, it's fine. You know, next time we'll get it right. This was like, no, everybody was so invested in giving people the best experience. Yeah. And we do these tea tasting parties where the whole so team fun. would get together uh, Alex would steep the tea, yeah. bring it all out in mini cups. We'd all like write down our feedback. And that whole process was so fun because again, it was community. Like this it tea's was. been made from the same value, value. Yeah. that we want you to feel. And all of us would come together, we'd give feedback. Everyone was very open and honest. Like you said, like, I remember you'd be like, we just want to dial up this. Dial and this up just, like 10%. Yeah, it was like. Dial this down about like 5%. And yeah, we were getting down to like. minor tweaks, but all, the, all everything that made such a difference. Yeah. And that was the same with the branding, by the way. Like we've had so much <gasps> oh, amazing yeah. feedback about the colors and the branding. And I see you. I, I want to show people what it looked like first at some point. At some point. At, at some, some point. <laughs> point, at some point. But just to show how you can set off with a specific thing in mind. And and sometimes what happens is you end up trying to create, a, like if you're creating a product, for example, what I found is I kept wanting it to be almost so different from me. Like I was trying to be like a sophisticated version. I was trying to give people a sophisticated version of me, a version of me that's like elevated to a certain degree and that they have in their homes is like an art piece or, you know, whatever it was that they... And then I realized that if I want, if we want us to go into people's home, then it has to represent us. And, and what we realized from the first branding we did, it lacked fun, it lacked excitement, it lacked enjoyment when you're like, it, it was beautiful. Like that's what it was. It was beautiful and it was subtle and it was sleek, but it didn't have much of us written on it. And that's why I think it's so easy to... Um, yeah, it was just so nice that we finally got to a point where we were like, no, we want it to be vibrant. We want it to be exciting. We want it to be like a party when when people receive it. And um, I'm so glad that we did that. Yeah, I think I'm so glad you brought that up because I think there's a great lesson in that. I yeah. think if you're out there right now, if you're listening or watching, if you're trying to build a brand, start a business, yeah. launch a podcast, launch an Instagram or YouTube channel, make it you. You. Like infuse it with your natural, authentic energy. I don't even know how I would how I would have like shared the tea if it was that. Because it didn't feel like, you're so right. It's like, 
I feel so excited sharing it because it feels like it feels like an extension of me and of you. And so it's so natural to talk about it, to be excited about it because I am excited about it. But I think when it when it doesn't feel like you, whether it's your Instagram, whether it's a product, whether it's I don't know, anything, it's it's always going to be difficult to share because you don't feel as connected to it. Yeah, and I feel like for us it was a really good reminder that it's okay to get it wrong. Yeah. We that went too. through this whole process, this had, whole branding process, uh-uh. and we looked at the final product and we were and like, we were like oh, that's no. not us. Like, and that we were so can't scared be because ours. we thought we couldn't even change it totally. because we invested so much time into it. A lot of us feel that when you've invested a lot of time into something, oh, yeah. that you can't change it. What's that term? And it's a term in economics called sunk cost bias. That's it, yeah. And the idea that you have sunk so much cost, money, time. Yes, you've sunk so much time, energy, money into something that now you feel you have to stick with that because otherwise you're going to waste more time, money, and energy. Now, what we don't realize is that actually the deeper you go, the less you like the product And the more you actually develop some sort of indifference to it, whereas if you shift, you can actually create something you care about. Mm-hmm. And so failing, pivoting, trying again, these yeah. are all really great lessons Natural that we've learned. Natural parts of the process. I think that's the thing, right? When That's a great point because I think you naturally think that it should just keep going in the same trajectory. Like, oh, we've started in this way. It's going to be a smooth journey. And I think what what I've learned from this and throughout our, our life together is that taking those those side roads and taking a U-turn or taking, you know, these different routes, it's actually part of the journey. Like that should be what is normality in our minds. Like that should not be what we're scared of. That should be, oh, this is expected. Like this is what the journey is. It's never going to be just going down a smooth, silky road. Like yeah. it's not going to be that. But I think we have this illusion of what the journey looks like being smooth, that when that those hurdles come or those bumps come or there's a closure in the road, like you just, you get thrown off. But if we start seeing it as being, as that being normality, you wouldn't even get thrown off. You just see it as part of the excitement and part of the part of the journey. I love that analogy. Yeah, yeah our illusion is that we want it to be like a highway. It's yeah, a one-way road, but it's going to have side streets. It's going to have accidents. Actually, highways are apparently the the place where most amount of accidents happen. Thank you for that. I le- no, actually, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually the surprising thing from my drive. This is so off off topic, but from my driving thing was uh, when, I took, driving when thing? I took my when I took my the one thing I remember from when I took my when I had when I got a ticket and I had to go to a course was that most accidents happen on. Uh, 30 mile per hour ro- roads. Right. So this anyway, is no use for me. It's totally useless information. <laughs> useless information. In case you're doing Just your... Just in case you are... Your, your driving exam. Your driving this course week. for getting points on your license. Just... You have me to thank. <laughs> anyway, but, back but to no, it. Yeah, the, that's, that's been a huge lesson. So if you're listening or watching right now and you're thinking of starting something... Yeah. Be okay with pivoting. Yeah. Be okay with a U-turn. Be okay with turning back. Mm. Realize that that is just part of the journey. Stop living it thinking that everything's going to work and everything's going to be perfect. Yeah, like change that story in your mind from the beginning, right? Like don't, if you're building a story in your mind, make sure you you factor those things into the story. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And, And if you are going to start something with your partner, I think it's important that you set the boundaries up. Set the boundaries, set the expectations, set the, like, and if this is the first time that you're getting to know one another, because I think a lot of the work that 
a lot of the things that we understood about one another, we kind of had a lot of it figured out beforehand. Like you knew what type of personality I was. I knew what type of personality you were. But for some people, they may be just getting to know their partner through this process. And so I think it's really, it will be really useful to set down and figure out what that dynamic is. Like, what yeah. do you feel you're bringing to this? What do you feel that you're going to lack in this? What do you feel are going to be your weaknesses or your strengths during this? And, oh, let me see, are those weaknesses going to be my strengths? Or do we have the same weaknesses and the same strengths? And therefore, we need another person that's going to make up for that. Um, I think all of that is so important. Yeah. And, and it is true. Like what Riley was saying earlier, there were times when I got really frustrated because I felt like I was bugging Radhi or having to remind her to do stuff that she yeah. had to do. And that would genuinely annoy me because I was like, well, I'm, I'm doing my bit here. Like I'm getting back onto emails on time and I'm responding to this on totally. time. Like, why can't you? And I realized that that's a common thing that can really end up creating friction in a relationship. Yeah. And so the only way to deal with that is make sure that you're not the person doing that to your partner, yeah. especially in your personal time. Yeah. You can do that if you're on work time. And so I think for us, it was very important to say we're on work time yeah. or we're on personal time. Mm -hmm. This is a professional conversation. This is a personal yeah, conversation. Yeah, this is us just talking about it creatively and this is us talking about it to get things done. Totally. Yeah. And, and I think that if you are going to get into business with a friend or a partner totally. or, a, or a husband or wife or whoever it is, you really want to be clear about is this conversation on personal time or professional time? That's because that great, saves yeah. you so much stress and so much energy and and also just stops you from ruining your relationship. Like, mm -hmm. I think that making Sama has brought us closer together mm -hmm. because it's the first time, as you said, we've created something truly together. Totally. And I wouldn't have wanted it to tear us apart, but it could have yeah. if we weren't mindful of those things. Not understanding, yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right, so now I want you, Radhi, to give us a walkthrough off of all of your potions, <laughs> all of the teas, yeah. all of the blends, and explain to us the benefits the ingredients that you chose, the reason why you chose them. You know, I'd love love to... Let me break it down for you. Okay, so these teas are hot teas. They're not hot, cold. <laughs> but they're, they're also, not ice. They're also not just herbal teas. We do have some teas that are caffeinated. Black teas, um, green teas. Black teas, green teas. But, we, uh, but predominantly they are herbal teas. And the thing that I love about them is... I really wanted there to be a unique factor, but the unique factor, I wanted to be authentically unique. Like I wanted it to do what it says it does. And so what we decided was to include an adaptogen in each of the teas. Now, What's an adaptogen, right? That's a very good question, <laughs> Jay Shetty. Well, an adaptogen, for all of you who don't know, is um, it's basically uh, something extracted from a plant or a herb that has this unique quality to adapt to your body to what it needs. So it adapts to the stresses of your body, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, um, whether it's, it's at a They sound like level. amazing things. I know. And it's phenomenal because each of these adaptogens they work in different ways. So whether it's to do with regulating your hormones, whether it's to do with regulating your stress, whether it's to do with um, regulating your mood, your sleep. So they have, I mean, the scientists or her botanists, botanists, they have figured out what plants are beneficial for different parts of our body, for different parts of our, our life. And so um, what we did was we focused the teas specifically on... Um, First of all, what we wanted people to feel or how we wanted it to affect them. Then we added in the flavor. Then we added in um, Then we added in what adaptogen would do that. So we really were focusing on how do we want people to feel and what effect do we want it to have on the body. And so, um, for example, we have um, our Awaken and Energize. 
That's our Earl Grey tea. And the adaptogen in here is, um, and again, awakening energy. So you know what you're receiving when you're getting the tea. That's got, um, this one they helped me with, but the reishi mushroom, I do know. That's meant to be incredible for mind focus, for your brain health. And so we included that for the morning just to get you going. Then we have a calm and relaxed. So again, we did chamomile, very, very like normal. You've had a chamomile tea, but we've got lavender and rose in there. The smell of this one is beautiful. It's just, you know, chamomile is something you think of when you want to relax and lavender and rose, especially when you think of essential oils or um, even if you think of lavender and rose, it's just so peaceful. And so that's exactly what this does. Um, we've got lavender, chamomile and tulsi in here as well, all of which are um, incredible to, to soothe you, harmonize you. And then we have jasmine peach. That's the one that we're drinking right yeah, now. Yeah, that's one the of my favorites The smell too. of this one is just beautiful. And again, we've only used natural um, flavorings and ingredients and no additives. Uh, we really wanted it to be natural flavors in here. And for this one, we've got raspberry leaf, shatavari, and green tea. Now, shatavari, this is protect and support. And that's exactly what shatavari does. It... Um, whether it's for women's health or men's health, it actually helps protect everything from our reproductive organs to um, to our muscles, to our ligaments, like so many things. But it's it's a very um, supportive, nourishing, deeply nourishing um, herb that goes deep down to our tissues. Yeah. And there is another one called mint and blueberry. Which Radhi is finished. And I drank it all <laughs> and it was so good. And I've been drinking it every day and suddenly I got to the last one and I was like, oh no. But we need to get more of that. But that's mint and blueberry. And it's just, and that's the one with ashwagandha in it. And ashwagandha is great for focus, mind health, um, and just being attentive. Yeah. Um, those are all the blends. And yeah, like I said, with the adaptogens, what we wanted was to actually make, have a tea that if you have the right amount of it, like let's say you have three cups of one of the teas, it's not just there for the name. It will have the right, it's got the right quantity to have the right effect on your body. And that's what we really wanted. Something that's yeah. that's true to its name. Yeah. And also things that you need throughout the day. Like I usually wake up and I'll have the lemongrass and ginger in the morning because it soothes my you throat. Do. It makes me feel stronger. It gives me a sense of like stability. Yeah. And then throughout in the middle of the day, I might want a jasmine peach because mm -hmm. I'm looking for a bit of that green tea. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I want the lavender chamomile, chamomile. to help me rest mm -hmm. and relax. And so we don't see tea as like a once a day. We see it as like two, three times Absolutely. a day. And we wanted to create teas that you could have round the clock at different times in the day. We're also going to be sending a little menu card that tells you what time what to have which to tea. Have when, yeah. uh, because that's so important to us that you have a simple and easy way of feeling different. Mm. You know, sometimes I walk into the home and I've come down from a busy day and I feel different when Radhi's bring some tea. Yeah. Because you can smell it. And as soon as you smell it, you, your body all, almost reacts immediately. And then you drink it. And like you said, you slow down to sip it and drink it. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you feel completely different. Whereas usually you're just running around from place to place to place. And you need something external to change that. And it's, it, that doesn't happen when you put, pump your body with sugar. No. It doesn't happen when you pump your body with just carbs or fats. Like you can't just outsource that. And I also think what you were saying, that's so beautiful that, you know, with something like this, you're telling your body what you want. Like, you're like, oh, I'm going to pick this. And you're looking at the words on the, you know, on the packet saying, awaken and energize. Like, you are telling yourself, this is what I want from this drink. This is what I want from this cup of tea. This is what I want in my life right now. And so you're choosing to adapt your mood. You're choosing to adapt your day in a way that's going to suit you. And I think that's really wonderful. It's intentionally choosing how you want to go forward for the next couple of hours. Yeah. 
changing the way we talk to ourselves is so important. Like mm. we wake up in the morning and we'll say something like, I'm tired I'm so and tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And instead, when you pick that up, it says, I am awake and I'm I am awake energized. And, energized. Yeah. and that replacement of language not only affects your mind, it affects your body, it affects how you feel, it affects how you show up, it affects how you take that first phone call of the day or that first totally. meeting. I mean, you just said um, tired and I yawned. Yeah, that's how contagious I it know. is. I know. Like the language of like, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm fatigued. And I, I fall into that habit all the time where I'll say, Oh, I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm fatigued. And instead I should be saying, I'm going to make time to rest today. Exactly. I'm going to make time to refuel today. Yeah. I'm going to take time to re-energize today. And I find that tea kind of gives me that reflection time that helps me pause and be still and go, okay, this is what I need right yeah. now. So in this whole process, we've just launched. We've got a long way to go. We're mm -hmm. committed and all in on Sama because yep. we love it so much. We're so proud of the product. We're so proud of how it tastes and how it looks and how it feels. Yep. What do you think surprised you the most or what was the biggest challenge you had to overcome in this process and journey? Because we've been working on this for like 12 to 18 months now. You know what? If I'm honest, one, I, I honestly did not realize how, and this sounds so cliche, but how much work goes into it. Like how many different elements there are to it and, and how much thought has to go into so many different areas of it that I never appreciated before because my mind was not like, I never even, I never even understood the depths of creating a brand or creating a company. And so I really appreciated how it made me appreciate other brands that have done something like this or, or created something themselves that, wow, that took a lot. Um, and then the other thing, honestly, that I found hard to overcome, and I think that's something we're still going through is, you know, it's, it's, it's a really interesting feeling trying to share something that you've created, um, and trying to share it with people in order for the, like, it's a product in the end of the day, like the people are buying it. And I think, you know, when you do love, love, love something so much, like we do about Sama and you want to share it with people. We do, it, we do it as authentically as we possibly can. But at the end of the day, it's a product that you are selling. And so I think I always find it hard to, mm. to push through that where I'm like, oh, I don't want it to feel like too salesy. Like, I don't want it to feel like I'm trying to sell them something. But I know at the bottom of my heart that like this is something that's going to benefit their life in some way. And so I think there's a really good balance between sharing something from your heart with authenticity that you love uh, but also selling a product. And I think that's been a really interesting balance that I think I'm still going through because we're still, you know, it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be a constant up and down with something like that and a yeah. give and take. But yeah, it's, it's been a really interesting process. And I think it's just something in, in, in anything, when you create something, or even if you're part of a company, if you're part of something, there is an element of you are trying to share something with someone. And yeah. when money goes into it, it can be a different, you know, it's just a different mindset you have to get into. Yeah, I'm so glad you raised that. I think it's a really healthy conversation to have. Yeah. Like, you know, when you look at how much work goes into something, you realize that you can only create stuff you care about. Yeah. And so then when that goes out to the market and then people buy it or purchase it and experience it and use it, it's like, all that work that's gone into it, you wouldn't waste that much time if you didn't really care. If you didn't really love it. If you didn't really love it. Like the amount of hours and effort that's gone into building Sama, like we wouldn't have gone through with it if we didn't care. If you were only doing it for a financial reward or exactly. outcome, it wouldn't be enough no. because it takes so much energy. And, and you, do, you also are at a point where you're like, you don't really know how well it's going to totally. do. Like you when don't. you start something risk. up, 
you don't know how well it's going to do. And so you are counting on being, if you're not fully invested in it with love, then there's always a chance of disappointment. But like, in my mind, I'm like, wow, like, I'm so happy that we've created something like this, that I that I know that we love so much and that hopefully will benefit people in some way that I want to make it worth the money that they are spending. Like, at least I know I'm doing that. At least I know I've put in the most amount of effort, put in the most amount of thought, the most amount of energy that I can so that when they do spend money, hopefully it feels like money well well spent. And I think that's all you can really hope for when it's to do with the product that you are selling. So well said. I love that. That's really beautiful. Yeah. What about you? I'm very similar to you. I think for me, it's like I... I created a plan a few years ago where I do three things every year. Oh, I do yeah. something I love. Mm-hmm. I do something I'm learning. Yeah. And I do something I'm launching. Mm-hmm. And I do the thing I love because it makes me happy. Yeah. And that's the podcast. Yeah. I do the thing I'm learning because it helps me feel like I'm growing. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a lot of learning this year. And then I'm launching something because it makes me feel nervous and anxious but excited. Yeah. And so I think that's the biggest thing for me. It's like I love trying out new things. Mm-hmm. I love looking at new industries and learning about new things because it just expands me as a human. It helps me have more love for people. It helps me have more compassion and empathy and understanding of people. It helps me have more respect for people. Mm. I guess someone was also learning and launching launching for you. And and I just really enjoy that process. So that has been a challenge because it's all new to me. I've never done anything in the beverage industry. Beverage. Uh, we've never we've <laughs> never created a tea before. Oh no, we've never created a. a I mean, I have in my kitchen. You have. You've you've actually made many <laughs> teas. Yeah, that's very true. But I haven't. Yeah, yeah. And so for me to get comfortable with that. It's, it's been such an amazing learning curve. So And there's I so much it. more than just the tea bag, right? Like yeah. that's what I realized. Like, oh yeah, I've created a tea in my kitchen before. But oh my goodness, to create a brand from it, there's so much more than just that one little tea bag that, that actually allows it to expand into something like this. So yeah, amazing. Oh my gosh, I know what we should do. I think, you know, that's the other reason I love the word tea and want to do tea because there are just so, there are like unlimited amount of things that you could do with the word tea. And I've looked up so many tea puns since we decided to do this. So I think we should do, okay, I'll come up with one, then you'll come up with one and we have to go, keep a going. Tea off. A tea off. Let's do a tea off and we have to keep going until one of us fails. Okay, go on then. Okay. Um, spill the tea. It's a community. Happy tea. I'm so happy tea. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think you've already lost the game. I'm so happy tea. I'm going to give you another option. Keep going, All right. Uh, can't wait to party. Mm. Um, Tiana Taylor. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a. It doesn't have to be a uh, meme. It just has to okay. go with it. Start with gratitude. 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 What about um, delicious? Oh, that's good. Uh, we're we make a good team. We make a good team. Um, <laughs> you're so chatty. Uh. Tranquility. Tranquility. You know what? I really thought I'd be much better at this in my head. That's why I suggested it. I know. It's all right. I win. It's fine. Yeah, you win. I get win. All right. Okay. We're going to end as we end every On Purpose episode with a rapid fire, but we're both going to do it together. rapid fire. So we can only answer the question in one word or one sentence maximum. One word, one sentence. Go. Okay. So what's been the hardest part about starting a company with your spouse? Showing up. Like being there, you know, like showing up, yeah, uh, making sure I show up in the right way. Making sure to keep that boundary between personal and professional. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite Sama tea flavor? Um, mint blueberry. 
jasmine peach mm. okay uh what is a flavor that you're excited to create for the future oh all the seasonal blends yes i want to do like a chocolate orange or something chocolate oh that would be nice yeah i would love yeah. to create a chocolate based tea yeah that'd be really cool into it okay what's your funniest tea spill not gossip good question I think my funniest tea spill, not funniest. Oh, I know yours. Go oh, go on. You did it so much at my house. Oh, no. Oh, not, no, you just spilled yeah, everything Yeah, no, no, else. maybe. Yeah, maybe with tea as well, yeah. Jay just spills things everywhere. Yeah, I'm not as smooth as Bit clumsy. So, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know actually when I spill You don't tea. spill stuff. That's the problem. No, everyone would think I was a clumsy little girl. You're I'm not, not with kitchen stuff. No, You're, I'm on point. Yeah. All right. Fifth and final question. Okay. What's... The thing you love most about Sama, the the feeling of the 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 prospect of the community that we will be building. Like I'm so excited to experience that. Yeah, and that's not one sentence, but genuinely that, like to feel how people feel from it. Yeah, that is what I'm most excited. Yeah, about. I'm excited for bringing people together. Yeah, and like you said, helping people connect with themselves and finding a non-technology digital, uh, a exactly. natural organic way to feel. That's that. so true. So. Yeah, I can't wait. Thanks, business Woo! partner. Thanks, too far away, man. Thanks, co-founder. Thanks, business partner. Thanks, wife. I feel like that's what people in business would do. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not sure anyone in business. <laughs> we should handshake. <laughs> Other hand. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening today. Please, please, please go to samatea.com to check out all of the amazing things that are available. We're so proud of what we've created. We can't wait to share it with you. And thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tag me and Radhi with any key lessons or learnings mm -hmm. that connected with you. And uh, we can't wait for you to try some Sama. Cannot wait. If you want even more videos just like this one, make sure you subscribe and click on the boxes over here. I'm also excited to let you know that you can now get my book, Think Like a Monk, from thinklikeamonkbook.com. Check below in the description to make sure you order today.